This is Housebound. I'm Chris. I'm Holly. I'm Ashlyn. I'm Greg. And you're invited. Welcome to Housebound, a podcast we made because we needed company. In it, we talk about things that are on our mind, and today we're talking about Ooh, conspiracy theories. That's exciting. That's I love gonna, that. So you're going to end with ooh. Today we're talking about, today we're talk about ooh. Ghosts. Onomatopoeia. Ooh. That's fun. No, today we're talking about conspiracy theories. So obviously we made this podcast uh, partially because we were in a pandemic uh, and we needed company because we could not visit each other in mm-hmm. the same room. And there was another thing that grew in increasing popularity during the pandemic, and that would be <laughs> weird health-related slash government-related conspiracies. Oh mm-hmm. So um, I so I did some digging, and there are a lot of conspiracy theories out there, <laughs> and some of them are bonkers. Uh, I mean, I think we touched a little bit on the health ones yeah. in the wellness episode, but, but not, not so much the conspiracy theory side, just like... Boy, oh boy, yeah. are there more. <laughs> <laughs> There's like a whole section that's just like people they think are dead and replaced with like actors or somebody impersonating like, uh, that person. Like Trump. Well, list one. There's okay. probably a conspiracy yeah. theory. <laughs> if they have above like a certain level of income, at some point, somebody thought that they died and were replaced by somebody else. Um, but uh, I thought we'd just start with uh, talking around the circle and listing some conspiracy theories that you're familiar with and or... Support. Support, yeah. Is there any that you believe... <laughs> This is a safe space. I know I just trashed conspiracy theories for the last. Mm, Chris can check it, but it's like a minute and thirty seconds. Yeah, about that. Um, yeah, about that. And uh, but you know, it's a safe space <laughs> to be trashed. To be for you to, be to admit about. the secret side of yourselves <laughs> that I will judge our friendship against. Okay, right. <laughs> jumping right in. I think if I was a listener, the conspiracy theory I would be thinking about is. Where was Greg the last two minutes? <laughs> he didn't say a word or laugh at all. You don't think my jokes are funny? Greg, definitely. No, oh, now but, you're in trouble. But I was, I was intentionally being quiet. Greg, oh, we definitely okay. didn't just yeah, restart that's what Greg. Yeah. Restart we him. We didn't he just wasn't reboot buffering him. for two minutes. I was buffering. He wasn't yeah. compiling his updates for Remember, two minutes. Yeah, sorry, he was those, Windows. So. Oh, yeah. <laughs> Remember one of those last uh, podcasts that we had where we were like, Greg was trying to speak and he literally said, uh, this is what humans say. Yeah. We found out yeah. then that he's an Android and we yeah. have to reboot him sometimes. Mm-hmm. Correct. <laughs> Anybody okay. else have conspiracy theories? Yeah. yeah. <laughs> They're easy to make. There's, there's so many, we pro- I'll probably not think of them until we start talking about them uh, the, the most, I, I would say like Ashlyn, you're uh, touched on there. The most widely, or the most easiest, easily, easily remembered ones mm-hmm. are are the ones of people that have been replaced by people. So, or or just like people that are think they think that people are dead, but they're not actually dead, whether they're yeah. replaced or not. They're just like in hiding. Um, so you've got um, like Elvis and Michael Jackson and Princess Diana, mm-hmm. and they don't um, think they're dead. No, the, no, they don't. Why think that would they're dead. they hide? Well, okay, so there's conspiracy theories that they 
are replaced, but the prominent ones are that they are just I don't know why they would hide. It's that maybe they were but like I I don't know. I haven't looked too far into it. I just it's, it's just a cultural thing. I don't know. <laughs> but this is one of the craziest things that I don't understand about conspiracy theories. And mm-hmm. we'll probably get to something that I'm like, yeah, that has validity or something like that in some form. So probably this next statement like also applies to me. Mm-hmm. But I never understand the why. Like the moon landing didn't happen. Yeah. Right? Why? Why? Because the why government is trying to Earth? prove that, or the the government is trying to suggest that we did something um, when it's really just... It's beyond our capabilities? Yeah, because cause we... But we, like, why? Alien technology was discovered in it? it. And it... Well, like, yeah. why put the time into it? Well, they might say that they didn't. What? It well, was the know, government that put, put so why? much time into trying to get us all to believe the moon why landing. Put, why put money into <laughs> yeah, the like, conspiracy why? theory? Like, Stanley Kubrick directed the moon landing. Yeah. Well, but why? Like, what was the purpose of directing it, like, faking it, as opposed to, like, it could have just happened, couldn't it? Or why did they just not fake anything? Like, why just not do that? And it's, well, I haven't gotten too far into the theories they, to know that. I feel like, like, with the moon landing, it would be that they did that because it was less expensive to just film it. Oh, you're saying that they wanted to see They wanted the prestige and the mm-hmm. credit yeah, for landing credit. on the moon? Because okay. yeah. the whole point was the space race, right? Between well, them and sure. Russia and... But I can't imagine that a... the space race would be real if if we're at the point where we're just going to fake it anyway. No, but it, it was anyway. a perceived space race. Um, yeah, but... Russia didn't... <laughs> make it up they they were also doing their own little film crew in the water um the issue comes in if anybody else lands on the moon now and sees no u.s flag there they'll be like "Uh oh oh they're planning another one did you hear that yes but but what i'm saying is that if anybody other than america lands on the moon next and sees no american flag yeah then "Ah, it blew away in the wind what what, yes the copious (laughs) amounts of wind that the moon has um, oh man, that's that's the conspiracy theory that I always think of when somebody says the words conspiracy theory. Mm-hmm. I know that I there's like way well. crazier ones because that one is so incredibly like innocuous. Mm-hmm. Like really, it, it whether they did it or not, it really doesn't hurt anybody in particular. Yeah, it like would, it would more just be like it hurts people's reputations, mm-hmm. maybe people's reputation, but it not hurts the perception mm-hmm. of like uh discovery and exploration and you know like well i don't know about the perception of those things but the perception of the american government doing those things sure but like really it doesn't it doesn't but, hurt anybody it's not going to make anybody ill okay you mm-hmm. know stuff like that for example as a child I thought that we had explored way more planets than we had. I thought that space travel was a thing. That's because you read science fiction. Yeah, but, and, and I saw, I heard about the moon landing. And I was like, that was ages ago. We must have like hit so many planets by now. Yeah. You know? Um, and, and then, then you then learned how out big space it was. It was a lie. It was all a lie. And that we hadn't actually done much exploring. We had just pitifully done a quick hop over to the moon and then came back and we're like, Woo, we own space we're now. We're good now. We're we like 70 space. years, you know? So either 70 or, years? I don't know. Either that or it might have been like, we killed 12 uh, was, people or 14 people was in, in the last decade or two trying to get to okay, the moon. So let's maybe enough. not do that anymore yeah. for a little while. Let's just take a break. Take a breather. Um, I think it was the first moon landing was in the 1950s, though. <laughs> 
That's no. my theory, guys. As opposed to nobody else holds that theory. <laughs> I'm just making it up so that I'm right. I see. I, see. Um, I don't know if this is. I guess it would be conspiracy theory. I, when I think of conspiracy theories, I think of the ones mm-hmm. where like people have been replaced and nefariously. Yeah. Um, like like the twin one. So there's there's the there's the the famous one about uh, what's her face from the remake of The Parent Trap. Lindsay Lohan. Lindsay Lohan. What? When she yes. was in the Parent Trap. Yeah. The really like Cliff's Notes version of this conspiracy theory, because I don't want to get too far into it in case we touch on it or we want to talk about anything else this episode, um, or any other spirit conspiracy theories this episode. Uh, but Lindsay Lohan has this. I don't know if it was a sister or a cousin or I think it was just like she had a twin. I think is how it okay. was. Okay. Yeah. And they actually. They used the twin in The Parent Trap. And The Parent Trap was like one of her first films. I don't know if it was her first, but it was one of her first things. And so the reason for people thinking that there was a twin and not just the use of like green screen or something like that. The acting was phenomenal. Well, the acting was good, but it was the (laughs) editing of the movie was way beyond the capabilities of what people are somehow able to do nowadays even. Hmm. And, and it was, it was like seamless editing. And I think people are reading obviously into it a little bit more than, than is there because they want to believe it because it's a conspiracy theory. But, uh, and then the reason that it was never talked about that she had this twin and it was just promoted as Lindsay Lohan playing both halves is because the twin dies in some car accident weeks before the release of the movie, and they didn't want to taint the release of the movie because Disney's this media money making prop- like propaganda yeah. mm-hmm. monster thing um, corporation. So they just care about the money, and so they, they they have some like quiet funeral for this twin, but then they just they just change up all of the marketing and release the market. And I was like, well, there's already marketing out there, but maybe they somehow pulled back marketing that had been put out. I don't know. I can't remember too much about it, but is that there was this twin, this twin died. And rather than taint the movie and have it do poorly, they just make it be like this girl played two characters and played them really well. I just want to know how many, cause when I think of conspiracy theorists, I think of mm, like maybe men that don't get outside as much as maybe they should and spend maybe too much time in basements. Watching The Parent Trap. Uh, and I just want, what, yeah. I'm just picturing them like rewatching The Parent Trap like 30 that, times in an evening and be like, really right good. there, right there, yeah. there she is. You see like, when they cross, they actually cross. Who yeah. like knows The yeah. Parent Trap better than anybody else. Yeah. So there's, there's ones like that and that seems nefarious, but then there's ones that don't seem nefarious, like the prominent one of how Keanu Reeves is immortal. And there's proof yeah, yeah. of his existence <laughs> over the last of, of his time. existence for the last like 800 or 900 years or something like that. He does and have it, that look about him. Anyways. And so people have been like making dogs. So yeah. I don't know. Would you consider that conspiracy? Like is, con- what, what is the def- what is a Webster's the dictionary definition of no. conspiracy? No. Surprisingly, no, I didn't go to that. No. <laughs> that beard. The dictionary definition of conspiracy theories is a belief that some covert but influential organization is responsible. Oh, covert. You're right. That is what that word is. <laughs> I was like, some convert what? Okay. Yeah, I was like, what? I didn't read it ahead of time. I promise I am literate. Coming at you live. Uh, <laughs> yeah. On the Housebound pod- Podcast. First try. First take. Take two. Do-do. No, take one. Oh, yes, of course. A belief that some 
covert but influential organization is responsible for a circumstance or event. But I think colloquially, conspiracy theory really just stands for like it doesn't have to be a system of power or influence or something like that it's mostly just a belief that catches on that may have like limited viability um but is popular amongst a niche group yeah something like that yeah like the idea that keanu reeves is immortal isn't some group yeah, mm-hmm. making it Governing seem like he's immortal. Yeah. There's nothing just, for him to gain by from yeah. that other than in uh, his own personal just enjoyment of seeing how yeah. people age and progress through the years and get personal to, enjoy- get to be in a bunch of movies. Of watching and then, people I mean, get they could develop a religion out of it. So I guess so. You know, depending on your ego, that's true. It might be worth it. Ugh. So, do you have any other examples? Well, I think or, what's what's or are there like or sorry, not examples, but I mean like are there other groupings of examples because we've already Genres we've talked yeah, yeah like we've things. talked about people that have been have replaced one. or dead that aren't actually dead or something like but. real traumatic world events that didn't happen oh, like yeah. the Holocaust oh yeah no. oh so that's like, a whole category like that's a whole, whole denial. category so we're yeah. thinking yeah so that's, I was I was thinking yeah. in terms of things that aren't true. Whereas people are taking things that are, are true, true, saying mm-hmm. that they aren't, yeah. as opposed to or like nine eleven and mm-hmm. you know the twin towers and yeah. all of that. So oh nine eleven, there's so many conspiracy oh, theories so many around, around, that. around that. Yeah, there's so many people. Well, because it was such a internet. global event that was yeah was I think just yeah world shocking. So mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah, but I do I agree that the category of like people. Uh, saying that something that it did happen didn't happen is but those make more sense to me hmm. because it's it's almost always a group that has something that they want to get through or a, a belief that is contrary to that thing happening and they're like no it didn't happen mm-hmm. right like mm-hmm. to prove that yeah. I don't know not neo-nazism is a good thing they mm-hmm. would say no the holocaust didn't happen right? yeah. yeah like that that at least has some i mean it's not good logic but it has some logic behind it some well, it's, of, a, it's a supports an agenda ones. yeah mm-hmm. it without, an agenda. Without, i can see why people would think that without affirming maybe negative like stereotypes or maybe not stereotypes but negative truths mm-hmm. yeah. something it like supports it without coming out right and being like this is good it's just like well i don't know if that happened the way that you said that it did and you see doubt. Yeah, I guess so. Gaslight, I mm-hmm. guess. Another oh. another type though that I can think of is also like flat earth believers. Mm. Yeah, yeah, there's a lot of science adjacent. Yeah, ones. where it's, it's <laughs> so it's not denying something or well, it is kind of denying something inadvertently, but it is very much like I feel like it's I don't know. Is there other ones that are like taking an ancient belief and carrying it through to the like pyramids are made century? by aliens? Yes, one hundred percent. There are other ones. Almost all of them are health related. Mm-hmm. Okay, yeah. yeah, yeah, exactly. So something like that. Mm-hmm. It's a big thing in the health community that oh, this is an ancient cure for mm, this, and right. people have been mm-hmm. keeping it a secret oh, for me. Health adjacent community. Yeah, <laughs> health adjacent community. Yeah. yeah, yeah. If I were to say, like, I know. Initially, when I brought up the topic of conspiracy theories, the question was like, why? Like, why do these things propagate? Why do people like 
still keep where believing them yeah. or circulating mm-hmm. them? Where are these coming from? Yeah. And as I've looked at different lists of conspiracy theories, I would say that most conspiracy theories are developed because of one of two reasons. Mm-hmm. First of all, something terrible happened and you need to be able to process it. It needs to be able to make sense within your worldview. Mm-hmm. And because okay. it doesn't make sense in your worldview, something else has to happen in order to make that true, even right. if that thing is less probable. Mm-hmm. It m- reminds me of the, like, if you read Life of Pi yeah. uh, in high school, mm-hmm. a, a lot of the themes that that book covers is like, if if something terrible happens, do we ever, like, change the story to make something that to sense. make it less to terrible, make it less make terrible it for ourselves. Are we talking about and like sometimes... a PTSD response where you like you believe you actually believe? I think sometimes like... it's just like just something terrible that's happening, and you don't you, like it doesn't make sense that this is even in the world. It doesn't have to be something like super super duper traumatic. But there's so. quite a few people who believe that, like for example, the U.S. government was involved in the 9-11 attacks. Mm-hmm. I mean, I'd um, say that's traumatic. That that was an inside job. But it was right. it was something that happened that didn't fit the current American worldview of how they viewed themselves and their safety. Mm-hmm. And so we have to like, change how, the how truth. How could this possibly have happened? Mm-hmm. Are we that insecure? Like, are, they, the are we only, that security The only group with less? enough power to do mm-hmm. this to us is, our, is, is ourselves. ourselves. Yeah. yeah. Like, yeah. Like, yeah. We're... we're n- Nobody else is capable of doing damage to us. So this must be. There must be a reason. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. I I actually read recently that there was a article published. <clears throat> um, it was the day after mm. the attacks. There was a there was like a a mult like I, I can't remember. I'm gonna just say a number here, and I don't know that it's right, but I want to say forty seven page mm. document that was published the next day. That was like, look, guys, like these these resources within the government i like we knew that they were capable of this and they did this and they had written it is not like a manifesto but like along those lines of like of like like this thing is happening and you gotta you like open your eyes guys yeah a day less than a day later Mm -hmm. here's the interesting how how are people so quick on this somebody Mm -hmm. must have been like writing this ahead of time already like one of the things that makes the governmental ones specifically feel more not that I'm saying that any of them that I have heard are legitimate, but makes them feel more legitimate mm-hmm. is the fact that we do know for a fact <laughs> that the government classifies things and mm-hmm. keeps yeah. things from us. Okay. Yeah. Yes. So there's already this legitimate the system in place to keep things from people of distrust yeah. from the government to its people. Mm-hmm. And I would say all governments, right? Because no, no government, even in like uh, the microcosm of like a, uh, a, a household yeah mom and dad are not going to tell the kids all the things all the time mm-hmm. or right in many some cases maybe not even the truth like yeah actually Santa, straight up Mm-mm. leave them out of mm-hmm. what the truth is right for their own safety maybe or and or whatever or for whatever reason for fun like yeah. not for the parents fun but for the kids fun maybe like santa you know like sure like sure. Mm-hmm. people lie to people yeah so there's this like legitimate way that you can go well is the government capable of that like i don't actually know them Uh, they're not like this open transparent organization that i can trust fully Mm -hmm. and they never will be 
and they and wouldn't so, want them to be well, open either. No, and nobody would want them you to wouldn't. be. Even at like a base level, though, like we see politicians like they they campaign on promises mm-hmm. that we know that they won't keep like yeah. all the yeah. way from the get-go it's mm-hmm. we, there's a distrust that's just inherent in it's politics like yeah. built, built in like yeah you, you you say the words and then you may try to follow up the action mm-hmm. with actions but but people which know is, that you can't possibly which is with everything. supporters of both sides can have really good compelling arguments yeah it's like yeah well yeah everyone's not doing what they should be yeah so. <laughs> <laughs> neither are great but like yeah <laughs> but i think that's those those specific ones mm-hmm. that are like oh the government was involved in this the government yeah like for some of them anyway for the moon landing i don't see a point in yeah. putting the money into that all of that and for 9-11 I don't see a point unless there was something that was like well it, the somebody, theory behind that is that they wanted that they really a reason wanted. to go mm-hmm. to war that was the reason behind it they wanted a sure. reason to but then they really sucked at the war so like I don't know well it depends on what their goal <laughs> was there and then that's where the conspiracy theory tighten, changes over time right security or sure. like yes. right there would have had to be somebody Big pulling brother. the strings mm-hmm. but that's so fictional like it's so. But a Sherlock okay, Holmes to an, versus to an extent, what's his face? Who's what's his not, face? Right? Okay, okay. Who's what's his face in Sherlock Holmes? Moriarty. Uh, Moriarty. Moriarty. Yeah. It's so Moriarty. Yeah. Like, like who? Who is that person? They're not real. It's a chessboard. Okay. Yeah, but it's not real. Here's something that's like kind of interesting because I was just reading about this for at my job. That's mm. directly related, which is okay. very rarely happens like i work <laughs> i i help with data stuff at the real estate board office here um which Lies. is yes exactly <laughs> hey. we distrust greg yeah but a part of whenever a real estate transaction takes place what has to happen is uh there are there are forms that are sent to this specific organization that is in charge of monitoring data that uh, suspicious data of people who could be money laundering so oh. and for, for every house purchase yeah for house purchase specifically because that's Crazy. that can happen and just I, like I money so. laundering terrorist yeah. stuff anyway yeah. so um and <clears throat> what sparked this as a global initiative was 9-11 was oh. the, and there was there was plans to put it into motion before 9-11 but 9-11 just like expedited everything Interesting. so that's okay. where like an event like this can make other things happen more quicker and you know mm-hmm. um mm-hmm. in the back in the background so i could see some conspiracy theorists i'm giving them ammo right now <laughs> uh, like, see that's why that this is all you know because the was... government wanted to crack down on and create this and put pressure to create this organization that now influences all real estate transactions and- so it's just a general distrust so, mm-hmm. like, it's it's probably it's just like a distrust of Mm, I won't say reliable sources, but prominent sources powerful. of mm-hmm. information. Sure, powerful, yeah. powerful sources. So uh, there's a vaccination for this virus or this disease or a drug for this, the cure for that. Well, is it actually, or is it going to be something that they microchip us with, and they and then they're able to track us? That was a good one, or or, or like, like as an example, <laughs> but like, but like, oh, there's something here that's helpful, or something that's coming down the line that could be helpful, and then there's one side that longs for that, and so mm-hmm. maybe perpetuates or uh, exacerbates what's actually real. Mm-hmm. So like, mm-hmm. well, we're on the way to discovering. 
a way that these two cells interact, and those are cells that are found in cancer patients, and if we can figure out a way that they interact, then we could maybe be on the road to a cure, and then suddenly somebody goes, they're on the way to finding a cure for cancer, and then somebody else is like, there's no way they would ever find a cure for cancer, because if they find a cure for cancer, they're going to lose money, because they can't sell drugs, and you oh, can't have chemotherapy, yeah. the so then you have one two right sides of it that, that are They've already found it. it, and they are hiding it from us because of Big mm -hmm. Pharma. Right, and so yeah. like... Like there's there's cancer it's is like totally curable both sides as an example mm -hmm. and so yeah it's it's just this distrust and yeah. it's like people people don't even and like they don't, they don't even trust each other mm -hmm. they don't even trust their um and then and then we look at like uh, post apocalyptic movies which are mm -hmm. fictional obviously mm -hmm. but people turn That's on each so other good. immediately in those yeah. movies. <laughs> and people are just yeah. like no we're like like I need to eat it's their pet that i'm taking you know yeah. like like I, I don't i don't care for i don't care about them i'm gonna break into their house it's in the middle of the night and steal okay. all their food I'm gonna, yeah. like it's all it's all about me it's, it's all all for yourself and so yeah so that's like a, like a very in interesting mm -hmm. um per, uh, uh perspective to like when think i think of. about the government coordinating yeah something big i just think of all of the bureaucracy and how many people there you would need to keep like in the loop and Kate, or and it to would keep just be out so, of the loop. Yeah, it would just be so disastrous. Now, can I see a CEO being able to coordinate something and pay enough money to just make it happen? Sure, sure, on a small scale, mm -hmm. maybe even well, a big scale. I think that's where if well, money, baby. If the government were to do anything, it would have to be limited to a very small amount of people because mm -hmm. we know government; it works so slowly so at slow. everything they're they, they still get you to fax <laughs> stuff in it's like get to the you know 21st century yeah, like, yeah. at least email <laughs> yeah but yeah it's just mm -hmm. yeah so as i was saying i think like one of the one of the reasons conspiracy theories start is because something happens and it doesn't fit with what you believe to be true and mm -hmm. so something else has to be true in order to make that thing make sense in your world. And so I think we saw that a bit with COVID at the beginning. There was a huge amount of people that were just complete COVID deniers, that there was ever even this global pandemic uh, that we should stay inside at all because COVID mm -hmm. doesn't even exist. Mm -hmm. You know, it's mm -hmm. one of those things where it's like, it, it was unbelievable that this huge thing could be on the entire world within what seemed like weeks um days like, yeah. Yeah, yeah and so that seemed completely unbelievable and so what seemed what truth they had to add to it was that th this was all planned that this was not actually real stuff like that mm. well and it was very eerie walking outside it was it yeah nothing. it was scary like it was no like people ghost town mm -hmm. Mm -hmm. so but i think another core reason why conspiracy theories pop up is the desire that people have to like be on the inside that like yes i right. am on I the, the i am on this core like niche group that actually knows what's going on and mm -hmm. i think that's a that's a bit of like a a human desire that a lot of us have in different areas you know when you are able to be like oh this is what's going on you know i mm -hmm. there's so many instances even just within like how much is power just wanting to know and be on the inside and have that like secret knowledge it of is what's why going on. i hate hate and always <laughs> have hated 
those terrible games that are like, we're going on a camping trip and I'm bringing something <laughs> that starts. I'm bringing a table yeah. or whatever. And you have to figure out the no, pattern and come. everyone, and no, you can't come. <laughs> well, screw you, Beth. Yeah. Go play in the street. Like, I just want to be involved. I want to yeah. be with everybody else on their stupid fictional camping trip. So for yeah. people who don't know what this game is, essentially everyone's in on a secret except for one person, right? Well, no. Or is it it's like-, like one person starts the game. And they say, I'm going on a camping trip and I'm bringing a horse. Right. And that's, uh, they, they chose start up, horse. They start up a pattern. Or, they start a pattern. Yeah. And then you or have like to catch on to the pattern. Or or something. Or, or like, it's or because the first, or, my first name starts with H. And so the thing started with, with H. And so you couldn't pick something with H. You would have to pick something with G. Mm. Right. But whatever the pattern is, they're always different. You, as the outsiders in the group, have to figure out what the pattern is and then you take a turn like guessing Mm -hmm. or whatever. And if you get it wrong because they know what the pattern is is and you don't, then you can't come. And if you get it right, then they go, yeah, you can come. Mm -hmm. And then like you have to figure out what the pattern is. It's terrible. Some people enjoy, it's like a, like you don't see it this way, obviously, but it's like it's like a puzzle. Like some people enjoy yeah. figuring out the puzzle. If mm-hmm. it was some a puzzle, just don't enjoy being left out. Yeah. So because that's what it is. It's so it's a social puzzle. So and that's too hard. I spend, that's terrible. I spend a paper a, puzzle is great. I spent about a decade working at a summer camp, and in the later years that I was there in the summers, I was on the like the staff, not the staff that like stayed with the kids in the cabins Mm -hmm. all the time kind of staff but like the what you might consider support staff or or um program staff and kind of running the events for the kids um and so there's almost a separation amongst the staff in that sense Mm -hmm. where some of them are with the kids all the time and some of them just aren't and the ones that just aren't are usually in the production side of things or the planning side of things or have some no in the back like more no they're more in the no than the staff that Mm -hmm. are with the kids because they're worried about the kids and you're not so there were times when information would be available about i don't know something like maybe there was an emergency and and as like the program or support staff you kind of feel like you're almost entitled to know what's going on so that you can know how to navigate the planning around that emergency or around that. Maybe it's a surprise that's happening. Mm -hmm. Um, But then that wouldn't always get disseminated Mm -hmm. further than like a point person for the, for the staff. And I, I remember feeling like, well, that's stupid. Like, like I want to know about that and yeah. it, it wouldn't lead us to the point of a conspiracy theory, but it would lead us to that feeling of not being in the know and mm-hmm. desiring to be in the know. Yeah. And so I can understand exactly uh, what, what you're talking about. Mm-hmm. Yeah. People feel special when they're part of a group mm-hmm. for sure. So I think that's kind of where things like the 5G and COVID came out of you know that mm-hmm. there's a connection between those there's two so i think that's a, a desire to be yeah. in the know you know yeah. to know what's going on because this thing came seemed to come out of nowhere so mm-hmm. it can't have come out of nowhere and you know mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. well and, it, and uh like this all reminded me of um like in my own kind of studies in in early christianity and stuff that there was a specific group called the gnostics Mm. Um, which Gnosticism, like that's the 
um, it's it's related to the Greek word for knowledge. And so essentially it's the whole point of this was that we know what's happening. And as you get deeper and deeper into this, more knowledge will be revealed to you. Very similar to probably like Scientology and, um, you know, like that kind of like where there's levels, right? I think that's the whole like uh, Masons as well. Mm, Freemasons. Yeah. Yeah. It's a... That's one of Very their true. big things is that yeah. the deeper, the higher up you get in the, in the system, then the more you know about what's actually running the world. Yeah. Which I think like it's, it gives at least me a, a good warning for, you know, as I'm a part of Christianity, I need to make sure that I carry a sense of humility with the knowledge mm-hmm. that I have, mm-hmm. not of superiority. Cause uh, I think you can get into that sort of, and I think that's where these groups start from is this sense of entitlement or this sense mm-hmm. of like, Hey, I know what's what, um, these people don't. And so, yeah. um, yeah, it's a good, it's a good warning there. But I mean, it's a great way to get people to buy stuff from you. It yeah. is. Yeah. Oh yeah. I mean, I want to be part of the group, so I must have an Apple phone, mm-hmm. you know, that kind of thing. And the manipulation of the masses through, just being left out. Mm-hmm. Yeah. FOMO. Yeah. So there was um, a study done not actually that long ago. I think it was in May in Canada oh. uh, from a company called Abacus Data. They do mostly political polling. Mm-hmm. Um, but this study was uh, published by a lot of different popular uh news outlets and they did a poll on 1500 canadians which to be fair isn't huge uh, but they provided (laughs) because they are a statistics company they provided quite a bit of information about why they believe that this would represent a representative sample within this much of Mm -hmm. percent agreement Mm -hmm. um and it's their their data looks pretty good um so they Asked, they're mostly interested in politics, so a lot of this they separate out by party and stuff right. like that. But yeah. looking at all of Canadians, what percentage of Canada do you think believe the following statement? <laughs> Big events like wars, recessions, and the outcomes of elections are controlled by small groups of people working in secret against us. Was- 89%. What 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 percentage of these people? What percentage of asked? Canada? Oh, agrees. So a thousand people had to answer this. A thousand five hundred, yeah. On what they thought Canada? Oh, for themselves. This is individual. Oh, so I based see, on I their see. answers, how? What percentage of I, Canadians? Mm-hmm. Understand of the sample size. It represents okay. Canada. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope it's just I'm twenty. Forty five percent. I'm going with twenty. Eighty nine. Because I'm I'm an optimist in. You were wrong when we did our. <laughs> Just remember during season two at the very beginning when we did the uh, the um, uh, the New What's Year's resolution. Yeah, resolution. Oh. Yeah. You were like, oh, I'm super optimist. And it was like 4%. <laughs> Actually, I shouldn't say you were wrong because you had the data in front of you. It was Ashlyn that was wrong. Oh. So this will be interesting. Okay. Well, Chris, you were shockingly close. What it's 44%. 44. Nice. Uh, which is the equivalent. Sad. In to uh, 13 million Canadian adults that believe that large events like wars, recessions, and the outcomes are col- of elections are controlled by a small group of people working in secret against us. 
Yeah. I can't um, imagine that they're controlled. Influenced, perhaps? Influenced, per, yeah. Maybe. But maybe, by a large, by, by groups of people working, working in, in secret, secret I for think what they want. I think it's very like obvious that they are working. Baby. <laughs> yeah. So here's another one. I'm going to ask you again, what percentage of Canada do you believe um, said yes, that they agree to the following statement? Seven. Okay. There is a group of people in this country who are trying to replace native-born Canadians with immigrants who agree with their political views. What the this heck? is an um, what? articulation of what is commonly referred to as replacement theory. 63%. I'm sorry. Can, can you, you say, say that it again? again? It has to be at least as many people as vote conservative. I have never S- heard that. There is a... <laughs> <laughs> And that's that's a bit of an over that's over a bit of an overstatement. <laughs> yeah. Tongue in cheek, but there is a group of people in this country who are trying to replace native-born Canadians with immigrants who agree with their political views. Replace? Yeah, what do they do with that the mean? ones that they're part of no, me thinks a work. lot higher than what did I say? Sixty-eight or sixty-four? Sixty-three. Mm-hmm. Sixty-three. Now I'm down that I'm thinking about it. A lot I, more because why wouldn't you want somebody in your country that would agree with? I'm still gonna the, say the powers. Seven. I want. Right? I am thirteen. Hopeful in humanity. I think. I feel a little sick that this is even a thing. So, replacement theory is apparently a thing, oh, uh, but it's thirty-seven percent. Oh god, that is Man, still eleven less. million people in Canada. I had no idea. That this was so popular, but I was looking in, I looked at a few different studies of um, like percentage of conspiracy theories in Canada specifically, mm-hmm. and replacement theory is a big one. I'm like blown away by like, how, what? Like, well, how does that I even guess, work? It's very I guess easy it's for not... people to think that. That well, immigrants how are they stealing explain. our jobs because yeah. I hear that. Yeah, I hear that perpetuated. And now and immigrants so, are stealing Canadians. Like, <laughs> wait, yeah. oh no, no, no. Sorry. Oh, I misunderstood your question. I assumed that you were just talking about replacing them in like the workforce. You're talking about literally physically replacing, replacing them, them in altogether. the country. It just said like they're trying to replace native-born Canadians with immigrants who agree with their political views. I think it's more like. Um, it has to be that they're not like swapping places with them. <laughs> it has to, or, no, like, it's not how actually swapping Canadians. You can't kill them. Like <laughs> it's more like right. That, Don't you? Like, <laughs> I don't know. This is that Canadians take this a dark turn. Yep. Like okay. move out of the country or whatever, and then they o- they let in immigrants who agree with whatever political uh, view that they have and then, like pretend to be them like with yeah. their identities and then it's <laughs> no. like taken or, or not taken what was that uh one with um liam neeson where uh unknown where all of a sudden oh, yes. like his wife doesn't recognize him and i haven't seen no no, no it's oh. it's where he doesn't it's on our it's on our it's shelf. people who don't recognize him essentially like oh. as who he says like it's says, people anyways that's plot crazy twist. spoiler alert they're pretending not to recognize them. right uh-huh Which is but I because there's a conspiracy well it's sort of like a conspiracy uh, theory okay 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 so but let's just let's just be clear the 36 percent of canadians believe 
that this is happening, not that it should happen. That it is actively happening. Okay. That whether or not they believe that it should happen, which right. I mean, if you believe right. that it's happening, you're believing so, that like, it's happening. But... If the PPC got into government, maybe I'd believe that it was happening. Yeah. So mm. of PPC voters, oh, people heavens. who would vote PPC, uh, 72%. Yeah. Okay. <sighs> that makes sense. Believe yeah. in replacement okay. theory. So when I said but even amongst... earlier... Yeah, a really good rubric there's for determining whether or not a belief is legitimate. If it's whether the PBC yes, yeah, it. yeah, that, that's a great rubric for everyone who's not PBC. Yeah, use that to determine <laughs> if this is batshit crazy yeah. or not. <laughs> yeah, um, of Goodness. the PBC. So for this poll, they for each question they gave three options. They said like one option was like definitely slash probably. The middle option was like possibly slash not sure. Right. And then the third option was not true at all. Mm-hmm. Um, so uh, f- of PPC. We've gone way too long not clarifying for anybody that isn't aware what PPC is. It's oh. a political party of Canada. Yes. It's a political party in Canada. PPC stands for the People's Party of Canada. And is it more recent mm-hmm. in the last several years? Mm-hmm. Like taken yeah. like an upswing. Slightly more popular. Um, it became scary. very, Terrifying. like very apparent to myself during covid but mm-hmm. but it was around before then it just a lot of it just yeah it just wasn't it wasn't as like aggressively obvious before then so they're they're very like whatever you think of conservative as being a right leaning party Time think by a think thousand. think of like the gauge falling off the chart in that direction yeah. for ppc just it's mm-hmm. just hanging loosely on and end. and you can go check them out online <laughs> but yeah. um, it's it's quite it quite will make you sick sometimes. to your stomach if well, you mm-hmm. check them out or online. or it might align with your values i, I don't know mm-hmm. i don't, know I don't think are. they listen to us if that's <laughs> the case. maybe they not after this one yeah. we're pretty on pretty much on the other side of the but anyways yeah so you were saying there. actually and so, I interrupted. so those trying to the people who believe that um in replacement theory i had mentioned 72 percent of ppc voters mm-hmm. but i was quite surprised so the political party that had the smallest number of people who would agree with that statement mm-hmm. was the green party okay at 27 percent wait which oh, still seems very still high. high sorry 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 the smallest percentage of the party as a whole that would agree with that no, the uh within it broke down each party and but yeah the, um, for the people who said that they would vote in that party, what did they answer yeah. to the question? The so 27%. Uh, did they believe in replacement theory? So 27% of Green Party voters did. Yeah. Re- did. believe in replacement okay. theory. Green yes. Party, though, I would put almost as equal, if not maybe lesser. But that was the smallest the number. Yeah, but but 27% of five people is <laughs> like 1.1 people or like whatever the math is. You know what I mean? Like like yeah. if yes. you have a party that's made up of a thousand people and a party that's made up of tens of thousands, 27% is a threshold but reach very quickly. Here's the thing about replacement theory at all. Yeah. It's not that a specific group is doing this. It's that any secretive group could be doing this mm-hmm. right so the yeah. ppc might be thinking that the liberals are exactly. being sneaky and doing right. this yeah. whereas the green party or the liberals think might that no the, the ppc and the conservatives are doing yeah. this so this rep- this replacement theory is just so generalized that anyone could believe mm-hmm. at least a portion of it right yeah that someone yeah, is so. working insidiously 
to make this happen. Yeah. And they could be replacing them with people of their opposite values. Mm -hmm. So like, I guess go hard little secret societies, because if you're all doing it, you're not going to make a difference. Mm-hmm. <laughs> so of all the ones on this abacus data, so you're saying they should get together. In order <laughs> well, to make no, a Cause they can't. No, they- Cause they're together. We cancel values. each other out. Yeah. <laughs> yeah they could just keep That's how equations work. Um, so of all the different questions that they looked at in this abacus data report, this replacement theory one was the one that was most concerning to me because it's so high and because it's so obviously can connect to having um, like a negative perception and mm. like racist ideology towards other people. Mm-hmm. Because if you are highly conservative and you believe that the government is only letting in liberals who disagree with you, then to immigrants in the country, you might not treat them as nice because right. you view them mm-hmm. as people who don't agree with you and we or, should, we should or and vice versa conservative leaning yeah like, like mm-hmm. we don't when we say conservative we don't always mean like you voted conservative the CBC, therefore yeah. we're talking about you mm-hmm. we're talking about a, 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 a metric which looks like there's a line in the center and you have conservative and liberal mm-hmm. and you're on one side or the other mm-hmm. and so we're not please don't think we're lumping everybody into into a specific mm-hmm. group but, but like, it's yeah, dangerous but it's on what both sides it's, it's like yeah. you say there's there's a lot of those values of of like we have to protect well, this like thing that is our god-given right in that sense um like what, which is country like or our country our identity like who like and and oh we don't necessarily disagree with uh, additional like some of these other values mm-hmm. but um, if if it were taken so far away from a point of what we were originated on or or founded on um, we're going to lose everything we're going to lose all track of sense of what we're here to do and what we're what we're capable of doing and so and so mm-hmm. yeah and so that that's kind of like the bucket or that's like the 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 side of the graph of like mm-hmm. the conservative leaning and then the liberal leaning side would be more along the lines of like anything goes mm-hmm. you know like and and so like i understand how people are concerned mm-hmm. by either side i'm mm-hmm. not saying one's better than the other i'm just saying well and i can see how to provide some clarity yeah you'd be concerned ashlyn regarding like the racism aspect yeah. of this mm-hmm. but because it can connect with anybody on any side it exactly. means that anyone on any side would be suspicious of immigrants. But it means that so immigrants spe- lose every time. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> no matter yeah. what. It doesn't matter who you're dealing with or what political party there are. Yeah. There is a percentage of that party mm-hmm. that believes that you are there They're because suspicious. you disagree with them. Exactly. Mm-hmm. That's so interesting and tough. Yeah. And terrible. Wrong. Going yeah. along going al- <laughs> and, and adding to the already existing dis um disbelief that somebody else could possibly have your somebody else of a not exactly the same belief system could have of of not your best interests in mind mm-hmm. and so then that just compounds and then suddenly it's like i can't possibly believe them not like well let's like is there something to what they what they're saying and mm-hmm. and that we can come together and find like a, a mutual a mutual yeah a common ground or a mutual path through this it's like it's like nope that's going to take us on a direction we know we absolutely don't want to go mm-hmm. uh and then all further consideration is just cut off right there. Mm-hmm. Okay, let's take a look at the next question. Okay. Um, so, will once I be once again, because yeah. <laughs> I'm a little worried. A little bit. Um, oh, no. So, what percentage of Canada do you believe said definitely or probably to the following statement? The World Economic Forum 
is a group of global elites with a secretive strategy to impose their ideas on the world. <laughs> you said that the last one was your most concerning one, so it yeah, can't because be, it was it, high. It can't be worse than that. So it can't be worse now than I'm going to say so sixty percent. Yeah, although I was say sixty, a lot of them have been around a third. So mm, so sixty. Yeah, sixty. Uh, I feel like that's an easy thing to believe. Okay, I'll do sixty-one, so that if I'm closer than you, then I'm okay. So this one is much lower. It is only 22%. Oh, really? But that is because 37% said possibly. Right, yeah. So the actual, if you can do the mental math. 50% thought plausibly. 42% (laughs) thought that that was not true. Yeah. Right. More than 50%. So the majority of the country believes. Believes that that is true. There's some possibility. There are an an economic elite that are running things. Yeah. I mean, I, mm, I don't yeah. disagree necessarily. But I, it's, <laughs> sure. it's the secretive strategy to impose their yeah. ideas on the world that really I just, gets you. I, I, I just can't see a group, well, a group of people meeting in a room like, you know, every once a month what, doing a board game. And then well, that's uh, not how I see this question. Live, you know, I don't see them working together to oh, do you it. You see them on zoom. We've realized how easy Hilarious. it is. Yeah, okay. <laughs> no, I don't, I don't, I, when I think about that, I don't think about them doing it together. Mm. I think about them having a lot of money and power and wanting to impose their ideals, ideals and ideas on the world around them. And so then they do it. And because they are an elite group that has, like, it's, but it's I just that elite group that has the money, conspiracy- not, not specifically a group that's working together. But what? I would I would assume that this would imply that they are working together because it's a group, not a group of individual or a maybe set of individuals. I'm just saying maybe those the people answering didn't oh, think about it like that. Maybe not. Yeah. But yeah, within uh, PPC voters, oh, <laughs> there's just like no statistics outside of that. Ninety two percent said yeah. definitely, probably, or possibly. Yeah. I mean, 92 is so high. That's really yeah. high. That's a red flag. <laughs> <laughs> and it was uh, 89% said definitely, probably, or possibly who uh, did not get the COVID shot. <laughs> okay. I mean, I mean, at least they're consistent in their, yeah. value, in their beliefs. I guess so. I mean, yeah, that's the... <laughs> yeah. Yeah. It's like, okay, I watched a video sort of related sort of unrelated i watched a video recently with a guy that was talking about um how do you feel oh somebody's talking to neil degrasse tyson and he said how do you feel about when movies um and for those of you who don't know neil degrasse tyson is a very famous mm-hmm. um, scientist uh like astrophysicist i think he's an astrophysicist yeah specifically he talks about some other things too he talks about mostly space he seems like he is very knowledgeable i don't know how knowledgeable he is or how just maybe cocky he is and Mm -hmm. just like (laughs) thinks he knows no no seriously like like, Mm -hmm. yeah but anyways besides the point they asked him in movies that have wrong science Mm -hmm. what what is the one movie that's bugged you the most like Mm -hmm. what what movie have you watched that has had the most incorrect science and he goes it's not so much like when i watch a movie it's i can suspend my disbelief mm-hmm. and watch the movie but but what what bugs me is when they're 
their non-scientific science is inaccurate to itself. So if for oh, example yes. so, so if yes. for example they mm-hmm. think that the the moon got bumped out of orbit by a huge meteor or something and is crashing towards the earth. Uh but then somehow there's like like spaceships fly up and push the moon out of the way of the earth or something like that, like things that like yes, sure it couldn't happen that it was coming towards the earth because of that reason but but it's also much more unplausible implausible unplausible not implausible not plausible (laughs) (laughs) that that some spaceships could push it away you know like 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 the forces don't like the math doesn't add up the science doesn't Mm -hmm, add up even in the unscientific universe that this movie exists in and so yeah that at least be consistent that bugged him more and so all i'm saying is that like at least these people <laughs> I'm trying to give them I'm trying to give them like a little like a little bit of something like they, they've got bit. things they can work on but <laughs> so last one for the study uh what percentage of Canada will start with that one again said definitely or probably to the following statement Bill Gates has been using microchips to track people and affect their behavior. <laughs> Using microchips. People that... What percentage of Canada believes that Bill Gates is this doing is this? This is definitely true. Yeah. 19%. Mm. 68%. <laughs> what happened to your optimism? <laughs> I've lost it. I feel like this one is is not as believable. Like... like Really rich people doing crazy things that is in secret that you can't put your finger on is really easy to maybe believe. But a very specific rich person doing very specific outrageous Mm -hmm. things that you have never heard of in science or maybe even in like science fiction. It's not a normal thing in science fiction either, Mm -hmm. really. Uh, I think that that's harder. That's harder to believe. Yeah. So I'm going to say 19, and that's just for, you know, the yep. PPCers. You're not that far off. Uh, so 12% said okay. definitely. Thank. 20% <laughs> said possibly. And only 68% said that's not Absolutely true. Absolutely not. <laughs> but the the where, where there's the highest number of people is among those who didn't get the COVID shot. Yeah. So that's 31% said mm. definitely mm. Bill Gates is using microchips. See, like, 40% said it might be true. And oh only gosh. 29% said Bill Gates is not using microchips to affect our behavior. I know that it's like fun to equate it with those same people. And the the data works for it. The data works for it. But like, here's what I'm saying. They're being consistent, so it's like it's like like you're just okay with it. No, no, no. I'm not. I'm not like saying, oh, I support them that they think that way. I'm just yeah. saying that like it. This isn't going to be perfect because I'm coming up with this on the off the top of my head, but it's mm-hmm. it's like saying that like most people that enjoy driving cars uh, wear seatbelts. And it's like, yeah, sure, there's some people that don't wear seatbelts. But yeah, of course, most people that enjoy driving cars wear seatbelts because that's a thing that you do when you learn how to drive. And so, of course, the people that would believe in 
let's just blanket say conspiracy theories, of course they're going mm-hmm. to also believe in another conspiracy theory easily. Like, like of course. Yeah. So, yeah. so it's, it's like interesting to know that, but at the same time, part of me is like, well, are they just on like a witch hunt for not a witch hunt, but like, like, are they just like out there to find out who didn't get the COVID shot secretly? Isn't that maybe it's a conspiracy theory. This, <laughs> this, this, uh, I think questionnaire the point- <laughs> was all just to find out who didn't get the COVID shot. The point of the study if I'm not mistaken, because I'm pretty sure I heard about this study happening, was to see how how Canadians feel about the legitimacy of the COVID-19 vaccine. So like... Okay, so, so then because you, they were, you can, there was like control questions it, as well, is what you're saying? Like, well, it's just a questionnaire, right? So they're all they're doing, they're, it's not a double-blind pharmaceutical trial. Like yeah, that's, I understand. It's not, it doesn't yeah. work that way. There's no controls. It's simply that okay, of the participants that answered that they did not get the shot, what else do they believe? What do they think? Yeah. What do they think? And so then we can look at it and look at the statistics and say, okay, maybe I should get the shot because I don't think any of these other things are true. Mm -hmm. So why why are my uh, beliefs about this one thing lining up with all of these other maybe things that I think are nuts or maybe maybe I agree with all of them and it's then I shouldn't have gotten the vaccine or something like that or right are they like trying you can to look figure at out it. if the vaccine related theories conspiracy theories um, um, or hesitations are uh, a part of its like its own thing or if it's synonymous with the groups of people that also believe these other things. I I know? think like they're just looking into it, right? They're not trying to prove anything. They're just going, this is what the data says. I'm not particularly trying to like fight yeah. with data or anything. Mm-hmm. I'm just saying like, like it's, it, I agree. It is nice to like look at that data and laugh a bit about it and mm-hmm. be like, ah, the PPC, ah, people that don't get, that don't take COVID seriously. Um, <laughs> but then I also know, Ugh. I also know people that, took covid seriously temporarily or like a, like did it because they sensed that there was some benefit to it but then mm-hmm. as soon as as soon as that like benefit had worn off like the period had passed where people were starting to get tired with it they immediately like abandoned this doesn't make any sense we don't we shouldn't have to worry about this anymore so they kind of like went backwards it was kind of mm-hmm. like they were just following the herd for a bit and as soon as the herd started to turn then they also started to turn, even mm-hmm. though I don't feel like the majority of people have banished the idea that COVID is or was a thing and and think that the shot was good or bad. But but um, yeah, so like that's also interesting mm-hmm. is is like those people as well. Well, and it's also interesting because conspiracy theories are really interesting, mm-hmm. right? They're interesting to talk about. It's interesting to know that there are people in our lives that think this way. But when you look at, like, say, the COVID-19 vaccine, 70%, higher than 70% of Canada, of individuals above a certain age in Canada, got the vaccine and got two vaccines and got even their booster, Mm -hmm. right? So we we don't talk about that as much, like the the quote unquote marketing mm-hmm. for that is just not as interesting as the outlier groups. And so the outlier groups get a lot of PR, mm-hmm. right? Like, because it's just like, it blows you out of the water. It mm-hmm. makes you click on an article. It makes you, you know, like 
So it's, it's not hard to spread this kind of information Mm -hmm. because real, like other information is just not as interesting. Mm -hmm. Yeah. So I think, um, kind of bringing this all together, there's lots of different conspiracy theories and (laughs) different brands of them and why people might believe them. Um, but I think one reason that we haven't talked about yet is sometimes conspiracy theories exist because the government has failed us in a lot of ways and Mm. corporations have failed us in a lot of ways. And I think it's, it is healthy to have a certain amount of skepticism. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking of um, how big oil pushed um, climate disinformation Mm -hmm. um, when there was starting to be more conversation about the impacts of climate change and big oil was really pushing against that. Mm -hmm. I'm thinking about big tobacco Mm -hmm. who was really like lying blatantly Mm -hmm. about the connection between tobacco consumption and cancer Mm -hmm. in people. I'm thinking about uh, the whole Snowden situation Mm -hmm. where like, yes, the government was spying on people in ways that do seem like a severe breach of privacy and did not want the general population to know about that at all. Mm -hmm. You know, things like that are situations where the government and large corporations have tried to push misinformation or have lied or have tried to cover something up Mm -hmm. in the name of power and profits Mm -hmm. in all of those cases. So maybe it is healthy to have a little bit of skepticism and to maybe, you know, when the World Economic Forum puts out another (laughs) statement to people know that like it's it's worth questioning, I think, Mm -hmm. how the people who make up this forum or whatever it is that we're looking at, um, what would benefit them? Right. (laughs) And are they specifically pushing towards the things that would benefit them or is this a more balanced approach not that i think that we need to go like crazy on like ufos and the pandemic and 5g and like chemtrails and all of these different things um but i do think that uh history has told us time and time again that when people get a hold of power they don't always make the best choices they for everybody right. else. Oh, <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, no, and I think that's that's a that's a good perspective to have because I think I would want somebody who's believing these conspiracy theories to question their own beliefs or at least like like test them. And if I'm not willing to test my own. You know, I can't mm-hmm. complain. <laughs> like, uh, you know, like I think that I I think it's very rare that somebody who I think, like for example, myself, will actually like go through and test what do I believe, you know, and actually, um, and uh, put that up to a rubric. Mm-hmm. So that's a that's a good yeah, perspective. Like, I was gonna say, and again, this isn't to give them, this isn't to give people that have like crackpot theories that they believe is yeah that is true, uh, the benefit of the doubt necessarily, but. But like we all of us don't, the majority of us, I would assume, I'm just assuming here, would would love to not be considered 
like a bandwagon jumper. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Uh, yeah. And 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 we'd also I love definitely to definitely am Kickstarter yeah. culture right here. <laughs> <laughs> That's what that is. But like, we also don't want to be. We also don't want to think in thinking that we aren't just jumping on a bandwagon. We also mm-hmm. don't think that we want to, or we also don't want to think that that anything that we believe is unfounded. Mm-hmm. And yeah. so, and so when when I look at and so so I've watched some documentaries about things like Flat Earth, for example, mm-hmm. or or aliens at Roswell. Yeah. Um, and. I go into these documentaries going like, this is ridiculous. Like, I'm very interested to see mm-hmm. what these people that feel like they've had these experiences or this proof, what they believe. And they're like, die hard. And you can't like prove, you can't prove them. You can't disprove it. Yeah. Like, no matter how hard you try. But I also feel like there's beliefs that I have that also can't be disproved. And so then it's like a really um, dangerous might not be the right word, but it's it's like a very... Uh, um, sketchy balance yeah. sketchily ba- balanced uh, a way to approach things um mm-hmm. like like i feel like i'm on the right side of history mm. personally with most things anyways and <laughs> you, you know like like yeah mm-hmm. <laughs> we, could, that's, we could we could we could dig that we could we could dive too far into that let's I, rip I, apart I, like, let's yeah. at least not read into that more than like i guess i have to be specific in order to i acknowledge i am white yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, that's not that i what, have not been replaced what, well, well no like what i'm saying is i'm not saying that i am a part of of a group group of people that has like never oppressed anybody ever. Right. I'm just saying, I, I feel like my assumptions about the world in general are founded, and mm. and I feel like they have generally been proven. I feel like I just happen in a, in many things to align with generally what is accepted. But I also understand that you can't just take something that's that's being accepted and like you said greg not mm-hmm. prove it not not attempt to prove it um and so just because somebody says something you don't just jump kind of thing right mm-hmm. um uh, and and yet at the same time there's a balance of n- everybody's not out to get you Mm-hmm. Uh, at least I believe that's something I believe. Everyone is out to get you. <laughs> yeah, I I think a helpful. Did you guys see in social media that it was made in 2020 and then updated in 2021? There's a conspiracy theory chart that's like an upside down triangle. Never seen um, that. Somebody made. It seems was shared a, a bunch on seems social Illuminati-ish. media. Illuminati. <laughs> Maybe. Yeah. On the bottom, it had like um, things, uh, conspiracy theories, or things that did actually happen like maybe not Mm. the whole truth was true but Mm -hmm. a portion of it was um and then the next bracket they called leaving reality where it's things where we there is some genuine questions that can be asked that don't have answers to them but it's a little bit more improbable and then the next segment is uh reality denial (laughs) so Mm -hmm. these are unequivocally false but they're mostly harmless. Mm-hmm. So things in that bracket are like Greta Thunberg is a time traveler. 
Yeah. Like, Wait, what? <laughs> uh, or like uh, Elvis is still alive. Okay. Stuff yeah. like that. Yeah. You know, that where, doesn't hurt. It yes, doesn't it's matter. a computer. It's unequivocally it not true. But put like, music in ages. <laughs> <laughs> but it's not hurting anybody else. Yeah. And then you get a little bit higher um, to the section where they are dangerous to either yourself or mm-hmm. to others. So the the whole like COVID is a bioweapon, the pandemic, that Wayfair is actually child trafficking software and not um, furniture software. Oh, uh, I was that's I saw interesting. That one. Yeah, I um, have totally misinterpreted everything about that child yes. related way. I thought <laughs> that I I. Th- assumed (laughs) that they had children making their furniture based on the many headlines I saw that had something to do with children and Wayfair and I that's literally what I thought it was was, and I was like there's no surprise to me that children are making people were using Wayfair to like Traffic to children. children. I have, I have grossly misinterpreted that square (laughs) sofa with fun cushions or whatever. I have seen interesting TikToks, I think, in which someone, quote unquote, receives something from Wayfair and they pull a baby out of the box (laughs) instead. I didn't realize it was a thing. Like, I just thought Mm. that they were like, oh, no, someone sent me a baby instead. Hilarious. No, that was a very that was a very popular conspiracy theory. Okay. And so then they um. They, on the top part of the triangle, they pass by what they call the anti-Semitic point of no return. Oh no! <laughs> yeah. Where yes. just very um, specifically, yeah. where yeah. they these are theories that promote hatred and mm. violence towards marginalized groups, okay. and so that's where we're talking about. Um, like Nazis on the moon and Pizzagate and Holocaust denials and the Sandy Hook was fake. Um, Reptilian overlords, all of those sorts of like absolutely bonkers conspiracy theories. But Mm -hmm. a lot of those QAnon. QAnon. um, I was just going to say that, yeah. A lot of those do actually end up hurting people. Mm -hmm. And like replacement theory, I would say, (laughs) is amongst those that, that... that have a targeted victim um, that it is it promotes hatred towards Mm -hmm. or at least distrust towards Mm -hmm. Um, so this is this is a really interesting Mm -hmm. topic because it it really it really puts into light the ethics around like um, how you present scientific data Mm -hmm. and also uh, like marketing and Chris and I were talking about this mm-hmm. earlier this week as well about how there should be ethics in marketing mm-hmm. oh, yeah. or there should there and there needs and there is ethics in scientific data but not everyone is ethical and so mm-hmm. then you get things yeah. out there that are like um, vaccines cause autism mm-hmm. a paper that's made yeah. by someone who was paid yeah. so so that they would write the right, right. things and things look right? authentic but and things really, look authentic yeah. but they're not right and yeah. just the ethics in these areas where there's so much power in scientific data and there's so much power in the way that we're marketed to and the way that we are like in our social medias now mm. and and all of those things and it's just a little bit concerning because sure we can look at this survey and we can laugh at what we think are absolutely ridiculous things. But, you know, I 
would have maybe said possibly about one of those, mm-hmm. about the the little group of rich people, mm-hmm. because I strongly distrust mm-hmm. rich people. <laughs> mm-hmm. <laughs> right? Like, yep. like so... That's fair. Yeah. It's just crazy. The, the ethics that we all need to be ingrained with and just aren't. Mm-hmm. When I was... Uh, because Ashlyn told me about this topic before we started. Mm. And one of the things that I was thinking of was just the fact that the internet, the creation of the internet mm. has uh, probably like uh, multiplied, perpetuated, the, perpetuated the spread of, of conspiracy theories mm-hmm. by like, like tenfold. Even just like the fact that somebody can come up with a theory, can Google it online and find a community of people who share that mm-hmm. belief, like just reinforces it so much more. And so, yeah, I think that's where, like, creating some sort of an ethical system on marketing, on internet use, on, like, you know, like, it's, mm-hmm. it is, it, it's tricky because, like, I think we all hope that people are, you know, doing the right things for other people, and, mm-hmm. you know, and, and, well, yeah, and, and even just the individuals yeah. as they're consuming, you know, media and stuff mm-hmm. are, are doing, are having discernment, having discernment, yes. Yeah. But we teach instead math in schools not always discernment (laughs) (laughs) math is not useless greg i'm I'm not saying it's not but i'm just saying the mitochondria is the powerhouse (laughs) (laughs) that is not math christopher (laughs) no i'm just saying like (laughs) things they teach us in school yeah how do i do my taxes legally again though yeah (laughs) you just don't send it it just happens it just happens yeah Yeah. did you know that in most countries it just it does just happen well yeah because this is do your taxes this is a it's to create jobs isn't that this is my conspiracy theory but i do th- believe that that that's like like, like stress that's why thousands hundreds so of that, thousands of people out every year well, yeah, just so that they jobs. then hire td or whatever to <laughs> to do their taxes oh. i mean maybe it, but in in like not, a lot of european a countries it, yeah sure. you don't do your taxes your employer government sends has all the info income. yeah like they're the ones who double check what you're doing yeah they the correct it for you <laughs> Yeah, they know everything already. So. Why would the government want? <laughs> so I've got a conspiracy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> All right. So uh, this has been Housebound, the podcast, a podcast we made because we needed company. And thank you for joining us. Uh, we'd love if you could send us so many of your conspiracy theories, things that you maybe support or interested. Again, this is a safe space. Just don't tell us if you support them or not. We'll, yeah. just, don't we'll just read them. Also, and it'll be like interesting. Yeah. If you're starting an investigative podcast that's in that looking into these conspiracy theories, let us know. We're interested. Oh, we are interested. Um, or if you had an interaction with a certain conspiracy theory at some point in your life, I'm curious about those stories. Uh, but if you want to connect with us, you can connect with us on, we're on Facebook and Instagram. We have a Twitter account that occasionally tweets things, uh, and you can it's mostly find it. Yeah. <laughs> it does. It is set up very a like automated. Christopher Rimble. <laughs> yeah. And, uh, our homepage is at anchor perfect. FM where you can send us audio messages as well so we're looking forward to hearing from you and if you see any promotional photos of chris his beard is just too perfectly groomed to be real <laughs> photoshop says greg the android thank you very much for listening greg everybody the beardless well, yeah, let's <laughs> send us a message let's discuss <laughs>
Ashlyn, tell us about your new pasta maker. Oh, it is magical. It's made out of stainless steel and pure joy. Uh, (laughs) What's the what's the periodical element letters? F U N. F U N. (laughs) (laughs) Oh boy. Uh, So I already owned a like hand crank pasta maker and i've tried using that in the past but i got one that i paid like the least amount of money that i could possibly pay for one okay and so every time i roll it it always just like jams into one side oh because i feel like the plates like aren't perfectly straight or whatever right it's a battle also i don't have three arms so it, it is like impossible to, to roll everything to out roll and then catch and right? like feed and yeah. catch and do all the things gotcha. so i've made pasta with it before and it was always like Thick and chewy and like really inconsistently sized because mm. you'd have like the side that was like jamming into the corner and the, and the side that had like nothing. Right. So I used the KitchenAid pasta maker. Wow. So my <laughs> pasta, like it it should have been an advertisement for the <laughs> KitchenAid <laughs> pasta maker. It was so smooth. It had like the perfect texture. I don't even know how it did that. But like, and you can take, you don't even have to roll it out yeah. ahead of time. Yeah. You just take the whole flipping ball and you jam it on Shove the top it of it on the widest setting. And it's yeah. like, oh, here's your nice strip of pasta. <laughs> Amazing. So I thought that there was like a trough that you had to buy, like a funnel that mounted to the top. No. Okay, well, there is no. one that you can buy, but it, <laughs> but it must be for like, oh, it's for the- It's um, for the oh, it's, like it's, extruders. It's, yeah, it's the one that has like the six that come down and then you mm-hmm. can- like you move a little like probably. It's like a little fishing of line things. piece it's, of wire it's that cuts It's for like macaroni, yeah. bucatini. And you just, you just like slice them off in that's chunks. It's a bucatini. Fancy. It's like a spaghetti that's hollow on the inside. Why it's like a there, straw. Why? Straw pasta. Why are there so many types of pasta? To pick some extra sauce. <sighs> Yum sauce. Um, mm, okay. So it like it, full, it does it so quickly and so easily and you don't have to crank anything. That's exciting. And then it you do like the final knead while it's going through the pasta thing. So you mm-hmm. like go it out and then you fold it and then you put it in again. Comes out just as smooth. <laughs> so good. And like you can just keep moving it so that it gets thinner and thinner and it got to like so thin that I could like see the reflection of my hand through it oh and yet it was goodness. still stable and like the equal thickness All across the, the across. entire strip and it was like a strip this long and like the full That's like width. a meter. It was amazing. And six inches. That is a lot of pasta. It was a lot of pasta. That There's is so much pasta. Freeze some of it? No, I just cooked it all. Ate it all. Yeah. <gasps> you should make red lentil pasta. We have lentils for you. We have fact. lentils for Ooh, you, in fact. I, I will take lentils, yes. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> you could red make lentil it. pasta. What's in that? Besides red lentils, red lentils. and pasta. That's all I got. I don't know what else. Pasta. Because pasta is actually uh, one of the most primitive forms of preserving eggs. Oh, really? Uh, because with pasta, uh, pasta dough is made up of just two ingredients, and that is flour and eggs. That's really interesting. I didn't know that. I thought that it was more complicated. Than nope. That. It's, hear, it's hear the one out. where they I like. I would never have somebody make me bacon and pasta in the morning, though. So when they say preserving eggs, they just mean I will eat pasta meal at any time of the day. No, <laughs> preserving. Because like, so um, you, it's it's one of those ones where you, if you see it on like 
cooking shows that are trying to be more fancy than you actually need to be in order to make the meal. Mm -hmm. Uh, They put like the eggs in a little well of flour and then like whip it up with a fork. Oh, and they slowly incorporate the eggs. Yeah, that's pasta. Mm -hmm. Um, But you don't need to do that because that's just nonsensical. Um, (laughs) But don't tell like the Italian great grandmothers that because they'll be mad. Uh, So you make your pasta dough. This next part, Nona. Yeah. So then you you roll everything out and you cut everything out and all you need to do is just let it dry. Oh. So the eggs are not being cooked. They're, They're just, just being, being dried. dried. Interesting. Hmm. But then it's shelf stable. Hmm. Yeah. Well, yeah. Pasta is very shelf stable. Super shelf stable. Yeah. And, if you just and it's just flour. By itself, it would roll around. And be well, it would get really rotten really fast. But when you combine <laughs> it with the flour and then dry it. <laughs> That's really interesting. So did you make all of your eggs into pastas to preserve them? I made four eggs into pastas and then three eggs into carbonara sauce. Mm, yum. That's good. a lot of eggs, actually, for was- one meal. Mm-hmm. Smart thing. Don't put yeah. them all in one bag. It's more like two meals. <laughs> two meals. Yeah, because that would be a ton of pasta, like what yep. you showed with your arms. It just worked so well. You're just so happy. <laughs> yeah. I'm so glad you're so happy. I was... <laughs> Like so happy the entire time. She and was. Greg was in the other room. I was like, I have what to was I saying? I don't know. Like they, they you were like vibrating in the video. Yeah. You were like, <laughs> like what what Odin does when he's like <laughs> e- excited about something and he like his like back half wags. Just his whole, <laughs> his whole back half. His front half just stays like looking at you, but his whole back half is wagging. Uh, I'm pretty sure all Greg heard from the other room is me being like, "This works so well." <laughs> Yeah, it did it again. It looks so good. Greg, this is amazing. <laughs> Greg was trying to prep a sermon, but Greg was trying. Oh, that's nice and quiet for you, hey? Yeah, yeah. Emphasis on trying. Yeah. <laughs> it's okay. Joy is an excellent. It was thing magical to have in your home. Yeah. <laughs> no, it, it it was very joyous. That's why I had to take a video because I was like, a picture doesn't do any of this justice. So. <laughs> That's super good. funny. Yeah. I'm glad that it was excellent. It's the best part of my whole week. <laughs> yeah. They- <laughs> <laughs> they hated patrolling, trying to patrolling. catch me ravioli, trying to catch me ravioli. <laughs> oh, boy. <laughs> Try to catch me ravioli. I'm glad we're still recording. <laughs>